Hi you guys, welcome back to the Beautiful Minded Podcast, where we bring light to ugly and difficult conversations. So today's topic, I'm going to give you seven ways to contribute to change. All right, and this is on the lines of the Black Lives Matter movement with police brutality going on and a lot of injustice. I see a lot of just memes around and and I really appreciate the fact that people are spreading awareness and spreading education. But uh, sometimes like just sharing is not enough. Like you need to take action and action is what really gets things done. All right. So I came up with seven. I didn't really come up. I observed seven different ways that can contribute to this change. Because one thing that we have to realize with the whole with this craziness going on right now is that it's our turn to take charge, right? Back in the days, it was Martin Luther King, it was Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Rudy Bridges, and everyone else who was involved in this movement. And they risked their lives. I mean, they were getting attacked by dogs. They were getting attacked by fire hoses. People were lynching them. People were murdering and torturing and killing them. And although they're doing it to us now, it's not as likely as before. Before it was like hundreds of thousands. Now it's like a few. Not taking away from the deaths. A death is a death. But you know, let's really compare numbers, right? So what I want to say is they passed the baton. Like they did their part during their era, right? They did their part. They fought for us. They spread peace. They educated. They were prideful. And now it's our turn to take the baton, run with it so that when we have kids and grandkids, our, the next generation, we can pass our baton. We have to do our part in our era. So let's get straight to it, right? The first way is through education. It is so important that we understand the history of the Black man, Black woman. It's very important that we do our homework on our culture because the American school systems failed us. I mean, there's a, we get one month out of the year. One month out of the year is too short to discuss 400 years of slavery, of suppression, of abuse. So I researched some books, which I'm going to leave in the description. And one of them is The New Jim Crow um, by Michelle Alexander. And she basically just talks about how even though the law itself has been canceled, that there's new forms of it in our generation today. And then I have a book called 100 Amazing Facts About the Negro with Complete Proof. There is Defining Moments in the Black History, uh, another book called The Know Your Bill of Rights. So this is important because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm an education major. There's some other people who are like, you know, doctors and accountants and I don't know, nurses and maybe people who just do valet or groceries. Like our major is not law, right? I think it's important that we know our right as civilians. Um, that's why I added that book to the list. There's a lot of power in knowledge. And even though we didn't go to school to be a lawyer or understand the law, it's important that we know the basics of it to protect ourselves and not just protect ourselves, but protect the ones we love. All right. And then the other one is the evolution of the modern American black. So all those books will be included in the bio. Now, don't limit yourself to the books that I'm recommending. Do your homework. I mean, watch docu documentaries. Netflix is filled with documentaries. There's one called The 13th Amendment. There's one called Khalif Broider. I hope I'm saying his last name right. And let me tell you something. If you haven't heard a, a story about how the system has failed young Black men or how the community 
has failed young black men, you have to watch that documentary. I am telling you, that documentary hit me like no other. I, th I think I cried the whole entire way because it was just so disappointing. It's just like the system is supposed to, like it's the police job and the government's job to protect us, to make us feel safe, but they're not doing that. And it's proof repeatedly that it's not designed to do that. And it was just, oh man, Khalees Borders' story was so, so heartbreaking. And honestly, like I see his face in all the Black Lives Matters movements and, and what's going on. So yeah, educate yourself about how the systems fail people. And I'm not gonna lie, like it can make you really angry and and sometimes like i have hatred for like white people or the police and and i'm not saying all of them because i i don't want to be a racist but it's hard not to think that way when just so many people are evil just because of the color of your skin not because of your lack of character because of the skin <laughs> like that's crazy that is so crazy i always wondered this do racist people like travel outside of the country because there is no way that you're a white supremacist, you're racist, and you travel to countries. You know what I mean? Like, how can you go to someone else's country and, and not respect them? I wonder how that works. But, okay. So, number two. Let's get rid of the stigma behind black-on-black -black crime. Black-on-black -black crime is not a thing, right? It's something that the media used to basically categorize, I guess, black criminals, but in real life, it doesn't make sense. Black on black crime doesn't make sense. People don't say white on white crime, Asian on Asian crime, or Filipino on Filipino crime. But why is it that they use black on black crime? Let's set perspective. If I'm black, right, and I live in a predominantly black neighborhood, and I go to a predominantly black school, chances are I could have problems with somebody. I may like get into an argument or an altercation with someone else. Understand that that altercation didn't start because the other person was black. It started maybe just for personal beef. Black people don't target black people because they're black. When you say black on black crime, that's basically where you're saying that black people purposely target other black people. No, it's not true. All right. So let's go ahead and cancel that whole statement. We also have to do our part when other people are saying BS statements like black on black crime and stuff like that. Like we need to cancel them, too. We need to educate them, of course, lovingly and just let them know, like, no, that's not true. Number three support black businesses i want to say support black businesses because first of all not just black just small minority companies they are they are made from most of the time they start in people's kitchen they start with healthy clean ingredients so that we can flourish whether it's our hair our cosmetics our health these products are designed for us for real people man this gets really tricky all right so I want to be clear. You want to support small businesses or small black businesses with quality. Just because it's a black business doesn't mean I'm going to pay $70 for a white t-shirt with a one inch logo. Like you still have to provide quality. You can't just expect people to spend their money with you just because you're black owned. I want you to know like supporting black businesses doesn't mean I'm not going to purchase outside of the black community, right? Because if I'm purposely never going to purchase from P. 
people outside of my race, now I am discriminating against other people. And we don't want to practice discrimination because this is how this all started, right? And I understand it is easy to do so when like the world seems like they hate us, but we still have to do our part as Christians, as lovers, just to still spread love unless, let's be clear, unless they're giving us a reason to do otherwise. I also want to touch on Black-owned companies that has sold their business to larger distributions. Let's be clear, you guys. These companies did start out Black-owned. You're right. They probably did sell it to a larger, predominantly white corporation, but they still own major rights to it. They still make, make the final say-so. All right. And it's like sometimes the black community is mad confusing. Kylie Jenner sold her cosmetic company for a couple million dollars. I think damn near a billion dollars. Right. And everybody was excited, celebrated her. She's the she's the greatest entrepreneur. She outed her sisters. She made the Forbes list and blah, blah, blah. Right. But when a black person does it, sells their company for forty two million dollars, you guys, to a larger corporation, you guys shun them. Like, that shit makes no sense, bro. We should be congratulating them that they made this huge, they made, they built this business from their kitchen and was able to turn it into a multi-million dollar company. You guys, we got to celebrate them still because let's be clear, if you were presented with the same opportunity, you would take it easily. You would take it easily, all right? It's easy to criticize people look on the outside so there support more black businesses do your homework figure out which companies really did start with a black person intentional about their products and eventually if they sold it to a larger corporation still celebrate them still buy them because you loved them before they were bought out by larger corporations they're the same products number three read and sign petitions all right it's important that you read and sign petitions because, oh man, people are suffering. People are suffering so much and they just need someone to assist them. Imagine being so hopeless. Imagine being like spending time in jail for something you didn't do. All because you don't have money to bail yourself out. All because you don't have money for a lawyer. You're just sitting in jail, just wasting your life away. And no one's there to help you because of the lack of resources. That's what signing a petition does. It, it provides hope for people to fight a, a, a fair case. All right. So when you do that, I mean, I'm not just saying sign every single petition you see, but there's some interesting petitions that you should look at. Change.org. There's so many petitions to look at. Like, for example, labeling the KKK group a terrorist organization. First of all, the real question is, why hasn't the KKK been labeled a terrorist from a long time ago? That's the real question. Getting people out of jail, giving them a fair trial. There's petitions about like any petition you can think of, go to change.org and just read them, read them. And if you feel touched by it, sign it. It's nothing. It's free. It's free to sign a petition, but it does so much. All right. Free and share it. You never know who you can help. Your name, it matters. You signing these petitions, it matters. Do your homework on it before you sign it, of course, but that's an effective way to contribute to change. 
All right. Let me tell you, I probably sign like 10 different petitions a day. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And I shared on my Facebook. I spread awareness. Shout out to everyone who signs the petitions after I shared on Facebook. I get to see everyone. I see your name, child. Trust me, I appreciate it. All right. Not just me, but for the cause. It's all for the cause. All right. Number four, you want to engage in peaceful protests. I know protests can get crazy because then there's like, you know, like white people in the crowds that will make it seem like black people are are starting the riots. Or then you have the abusive uh, police that abuse their power, get aggressive. I don't know, just some ideas for protesting is hold each other's hands. I've seen protests where people are just like bowing down. People are on one knee. A group of people are just on a knee. The moment you do something crazy, it gives them a reason to act crazy. And I'm not saying that to like, like pussy out or, or just be soft, but it's also to protect yourself. Our president is sending military on civilians. Think about that. You're unequipped to battle military, you know, so go out there very peaceful. You know, these are, we're talking about people's lives. But even if you do a peaceful protest, a group of you guys, hundreds of thousands people of people go out there and protest peacefully and it gets the message. The message travels around the world. So change is not going to happen right then and there. But the message, trust me, people are hearing this across the world. Like, come on, man. The, it's getting there. People are angry. People are fired up. People are ready to fight for this cause. All right. So just protect your life. We need to live after these protests, all right? So be peaceful as possible. Number five, vote. It is so important for you to vote. Why? The lack of voting gives the opposer a, a better chance to win. We don't want Trump to win. We really don't. And the people who don't value voting is the reasons why he wins or the opposer wins. The lack of voting, like people died for this right. Like voting is a privilege, you guys. No matter how you see it, it's a privilege. Waiting in a line, bro, that's nothing. People died for us to do this. Our ancestors, our, our great, 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 great uncles and, and aunties and grandmas and grandpas, like they fought for us to do this. They held the baton, they fought with it, and they're passing it's us so that we can do the right thing. When you have your driver's license, at least in the state of Florida, they register you to vote. It's nothing. It's super simple. Yo, like we got it easy, bro. Go stand in the line. If it's our, so what? Like we got so spoiled that we forgot voting is a privilege. I feel like when you don't vote as a black person in America, that you're disrespecting your ancestors that fought for you to do so. All right. Number six, protect yourself. All right. And I need to talk to the ladies for this. Whoopsie. All right, I need to talk to the ladies about protecting yourself. Women need needs to carry. Look, if you know me, I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but if you agree, we should both go to the gun range, get our license. Like, I need my license. Let's be real. I'm going to get my license. I need someone. I just need someone to come with me, bro. I have so much anxiety going to the gun range. I've gone there multiple times. I know how to shoot a gun, but I do have anxiety just like having one and stuff like that. But the more that I don't have one, I crave it. Cause it's just like, I keep seeing all these men, white men and black men, our own kinds of people, the men who should be protecting us, bro. I've seen men abducting women, selling them, human trafficking, our women, our own moms and sisters. 
The women, they should be protecting. They have no respect for it. They're selling them as if they're just like property, bro. So I don't know. I don't want nobody to catch me slipping. I'm going to have a gun. Like, I'm going to fight. You feel me? And I feel like more and more people need a fighting chance. I feel like you just, you just need to protect yourself. You can protect yourself by having a gun. Also, do kickboxing classes. Do boxing classes. Do self-defense classes. There's moves that you can practice at home. If you have a partner, practice with your partner. If you're a mom, practice these self-defense moves at home with your child so they can protect themselves. God forbid something happens. There's self-defense moves that you can do if someone tries to rape you. If someone tries to abduct you from behind, if someone's choking you, I don't know about you, girl, but we got to fight. We really do got to fight. You know what I mean? And if you're with, if you have a partner, a boyfriend, whatever, your partner, let's be real. Your partner's not going to always be with you. You can, There's going to be times where you're by yourself. You need to know the common knowledge of protecting yourself. And protecting yourself doesn't just mean yourself. Like when you have a gun, when you learn self-defense, when you know boxing kickboxing or whatever you're not just learning how to protect yourself but you're learning to protect your neighbor your child your mother your siblings your in-laws whoever so my final note is what side of history do you want to be on do you want to be on the side who fought for equality or do you want to be on the side that cowardly did nothing that's a major question think about it how are you going to fight for not just our present days but for our future generations whether you decide to have kids or not, kids are being born. Do you want to fight for them? Do you want them to have a life of equality, of justice, a safe space to live, and then grow their life? So what side do you want to be on? Think about it. How are you going to make a change? How do you want to make a change? All right. There's many ways, but I feel like those are the seven major ones. From educating yourself about Amer African-American history to give up the the idea of black on black crime to support small black businesses without being discriminating um to read and sign petitions to peacefully protest to protect your brothers and sisters to vote those are seven major ways to make change right you can just choose one bro it's not hard all right oh how can i forget thank god for notes <laughs> we have to cancel we have to i know it's hard y'all it's hard for me too but we have to cancel large corporations that's okay so these are listed but not limited to companies that support him all right so you got marvel entertainment they donated over three hundred and sixty thousand dollars to him with an additional five million dollars in 2020 bubba gump joe's crab shack donating 35,000. Shell Oil, I never liked the oil anyways, it's pretty trash. Shell pays employees to attend Trump rallies. Got UFC, I know a lot of people like to watch their fights, but they also contribute millions of dollars to his campaign. WWE contributed $360,000 to his reelection. New Balance, the shoes. The chairman don donated 400,000 to Trump's campaign. Lending Tree also funds Trump. Hobby Lobby, CVS, which I'm highly disturbed, donated $35,000 and then an additional $500,000. Planet Fitness, thank God I canceled my, my membership, also donated over $1,000 to his re-election. AT&T donated $2 million in cash to his inauguration, which is crazy. 
that sucks because my phone service is with them. Bank of America donated over $1 million. That's not including fast foods, places like Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, Wendy's. Popeyes was on the list. KFC was on the list. All these fast foods. First of all, it just made it easier for me not to eat it because I'm a big foodie. I like fast food. <laughs> so it made it super simple not to go there anyways. So, you know, just finding out that how they support Trump and they fund his inauguration and they fund his campaign and his reelection, like that made it easier. Now, I know like we make a lot of jokes about like pretend like going on the low and all that stuff. But let's be real. Do not complain when he gets reelected. Do not complain when police, police brutality keeps happening. Do not complain. Don't complain because you're still spending your dollar there. Look, home cook a meal. Find out your local Black-owned restaurants. Where I live, I live in South Florida, so there's a lot of Jamaican restaurants that people own individually. Go there. Go to your mom's house. Go to good quality restaurants. Spend time in the kitchen with your partner and cook together. You don't have to eat fast food all the time. You can kick, cook those same things at the crib. You can cook wings, you can, make, you can make burgers, you can make french fries at the crib. It's not rocket science, all right? All right, so do your homework on the corporations that you need to let go. On social media, um, they're doing, a lot of people are posting lists and reposting lists about which corporations we need to dread their pocket. Yeah, so understand, again, back to our ancestors, people were boycotting, they were walking miles and miles and miles to work just to protest the bus systems, just to protest taxis. They were carpooling, they came together. All we have to do is not go to these restaurants, not go to these corporations. Some of them are inevitable, like AT&T for me per personally, but the rest you can work on. So just be mindful about what you're doing. If you don't want Trump to be pre a president again, then stop supporting companies that support him. It's so simple. It's not rocket science. I believe we can all do it. All right. So let's do our homework. Tomorrow, I'm posting a blog on www.beautifulminded.com about the seven different ways that you can contribute to change. And I'll be providing different links. For the books that we spoke about, I'm going to be, I'm also going to start researching some Black-owned cosmetic companies, uh, clothing companies, health companies, and making a list so that we can just have it on hand. And I'll be posting it on my blog. So if you want to be the first to have those, make sure you subscribe to my email list. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're not already, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Make sure you like, make sure you, make sure you comment, make sure you share. Follow me on Instagram at beautiful.minded. And remember, you are brave, you are beautiful, and you deserve love. Warriors. You can support the podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Donations can be as low as 99 cents a month or as high as $10 a month. Either way, we deeply appreciate your contributions. Go to the support icon in the Anchor app or the support link in the descriptions. Thank you for listening, sharing, and supporting our podcast.